Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host as ever, Tom Pipkin. I'm joined by my co-host, Tom Walker. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in. Welcome. Yes, welcome to the show guys. Um, again, we're trying to keep this as relevant as we can. There's games going on all the time. We are recording on a Tuesday night. Um, I know there's games going on as we speak. Arsenal, Leicester, we've got games on tomorrow night, games on Thursday night. So we're just going to cover from Friday coming through to Monday. Um, so the weekend's Premier League Championship fixtures. So do bear with us if something major happens on like Wednesday or Thursday and we don't mention it on the show. Um, we're trying to keep up to date as possible, aren't we? We are. Um, more than happy, by the way, to... Uh, we had a couple of people send us a few messages asking what we think about, you know, result X uh, or fixture fixture Y, for example. Um, more than happy to send over some kind of opinion on that stuff. So, uh, yeah, bear that in mind as well, Profit Chasers. Yeah, Twitter is the best place to uh, send those through or Facebook, whichever you prefer. But, uh, yeah, sure, we'll go through all the social media details towards the end of the show like normal. Yeah, 100%. And uh, pretty much um, full kind of Prem and Champ uh, fixture list to go through with the League One playoff final as well. So plenty to get our teeth into. Plenty. Let's get cracking then, shall we? With Saturday's Premier League games, we'll start with uh, Norwich West Ham is the first one. It's a lunchtime, 12.30. You're looking at the table now. Um, Norwich already, as we speak, cut adrift by 10 points with four games to go. If they don't win this game, I think they're pretty much all but down. Uh, so big incentive for them to go out and get the victory at 12-5. to five. Hammers, slightly resurgent, unbeaten in the last two games. 21 to 20, need to win themselves, so he's their relegation fears. Uh, do you think this one, considering the circumstances, could be a bit too tight to bet on, or do you think, considering the woeful form that Norwich are in, this is a pretty much a free hit for everyone at the moment because they're defeated and, and essentially down? Yep. Uh, I'm honestly on, on the West Ham bandwagon. Um, few things, really. Beat Chelsea, 3 2, uh, really good result for him. Went away to a decent Newcastle side who have looked good since the return. Got a 2-2 draw. Could have won that. Um, you know, I'd say both sides could have won it, really. And Felipe Anderson, who is still their best attacking player, is returning to full fitness. And last time I saw, is likely to play on Saturday. That added with the fact that Norwich have lost seven Premier League games in a row. They're pretty much um, <laughs> completely doomed. So, yeah, I'm happy to take West Ham, Tom. Uh, 21 to 20. I think that might get your uh, get your day off to a good start. I know there's a hoodoo around the uh, lunchtime kickoff, but when it's against Norwich, I think it can be overlooked somewhat. The thing is, the kickoffs are at so many different times at the moment, aren't they? You could, have, you could say there's a hoodoo all the time. Yeah, that is not, true. There's, there's so little three o'clock Saturday kickoffs. You've got to go for like some some of these other ones at random kickoff times. I'll be... Can't be traditional like we usually would be. Yeah, um, yeah, I completely agree though. Norwich, anyone who plays them should be beating Norwich um, down for me. Do you reckon they'll have a good chance of coming back up? Or uh, yeah, I'd like him. To, I'd like him to keep Daniel Fark. Um, I know they're fin- they're going to finish bottom and they've conceded way too many, haven't scored enough, and they didn't. Apart from that, 
random victory over Manchester City and a couple of early good results have never looked up to standard. So no. I, even though that is the case, I hope they keep hold of him because I think they could come back up. Tom, do you remember when I think it was Burnley? Burnley went down um, without a whimper under Dyche. They kept him on. They came back up yeah. and they've been up since. And obviously we all know about how good they've been. I could see that being replicated with Norwich. If they made one or two shrewd acquisitions, they're going to lose a few players, obviously. But I'd like to see them keep Fark, come down. Obviously, they're going to have a really good squad championship level, get promoted again, and then you know use the fact that they've got the parachute payments and the money from getting back into the Premier League to really bolster because... You know, they didn't spend enough and that, that's why they're going down. Yeah, completely agree. And I think they're going to be in a much better position if, uh, than, say, if Aston Villa go down, uh, oh. considering the money they spent on their squad to try and stay in the league. Over £100 million on player transfers compared to Norwich, whose outlay was, I think, about under £20 million. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, financially. you got to find a balance, haven't you? You just mentioned about, you know... Um, Villa spending a hundred mil and Norwich spending, you know, twenty p. You got to find, you got to find a balance uh, somewhere in the middle. I think is is where you need to be aiming for. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Norwich twenty twenty one into twenty twenty two. That'd be interesting to see where they are. But anyway, let's move on. Same time as Norwich West Ham Tom on Saturday. Uh, another interesting game. Watford Newcastle. Interested to hear your thoughts, if any, on this one. Ooh, no bet for me in no this bet. one. No bet. No. Newcastle are in good form, aren't they? They've not lost in their last um, six consecutive Premier League games, including some decent results there uh, against teams in and around them in the table. They do play Man City um, on Wednesday night, so we've not seen the result of that. I expect they'll probably lose. But, um, yeah, I, I just, I think... Yeah, I just don't. I don't know what to expect from from Watford. Very, very hit and miss. Um, the only thing that I would be thinking is perhaps Newcastle on the beach, as as we say. Uh, Watford have got much more to play for and to fight for. But yeah, I, I wouldn't touch this. I don't know which way to go. Yeah, I I get where you're coming from. Result wise, I'm not sure where to go, and I'm going to tip both teams to score, which. Seems a little odd because I was looking, I was doing my research. Both teams' top scorers, Troy Deeney and John Joe Shelby, have only got six Premier League goals. So it seems a little bit of an odd um, <clears throat> an odd tip. But since the uh, return to play uh, from the coronavirus, um, Watford and Newcastle have found the back of the net quite consistently. Uh, since they've been back, Watford have hit uh, one against Southampton. Uh, They've hit two against Norwich. Uh, They've also hit um, one against Leicester previously. And Newcastle have hit two against West Ham, four against Bournemouth, and one against Villa. So for me, I'm thinking... Oh, sorry, and three against Sheffield United. So I'm thinking that both teams will get on the score sheet. Uh, San Maximan has been uh, a wonderful player this season for Newcastle. Whenever he's on the pitch, I always feel that something's going to happen. And Watford at home, I could see him scoring past a kind of very static and lacklustre uh, Newcastle uh, back five. So, yeah, for me, both teams to score. Um, it's actually a decent price. It's 
19 to 20 for both teams to score. Yeah, that's a good price, actually. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll move to the three o'clock then. It is one. Uh, Liverpool, Burnley. Liverpool at home, uh, priced at 7 to 20. That's just a shit price, hang on. Priced at 2 to 7 for the victory. Um, we've seen them struggle to overcome Aston Villa uh, last weekend. We've seen them get panned by Man City. Considering Burnley can be tricky, um, I don't think they'll get rolled over. I think ultimately Liverpool will probably win. I think it will be in the manner of that Aston Villa game where Liverpool don't have it all their own way. There is this title hangover that they seem to have got at the moment. Uh, but yeah, two to seven for Liverpool on the nose. I'll be going nowhere near it, but I think they'll probably grind out a win. Yeah, yeah. I I, <clears throat> I have that exactly written down here in my notes. Um, you know, Liverpool not really convincing since they won the league. Um, I'm not sure how concerned Klopp will be with that. I know he, you know, you always want your team to push on. You know, the uh, end of the season is when you guys, when everyone can have a break. You know, even if the title's sewn up. Under 2.5 goals is 13 to 8, Tom. Depending on how early the first one goes in and who it's for, uh, I think if Burnley can hold out till half time, maybe the 50, 60th minute. Uh, I think that's a that's a really good uh, really good bet if you want to have something on this game under two point five goals, thirteen to eight. Something else for you to consider: Liverpool and under three point five. So Liverpool to win and under three point five goals in the game, five to four as well. Yeah, so slightly lower odds, um, but we are giving ourselves another goal there. Yeah, I um, I I would actually, I didn't have that wrote down i'm <laughs> not gonna lie that's why, that's why we've got two presenters um <laughs> but yeah I, i'd be happy to take either to be honest i think you'll yeah. probably find that both happen yeah yeah i could see that too like we say two nil something like that yeah yeah uh obviously liverpool as well just we know they've won 17 out of 17 home games this season so with just two more left to go this being one of them I'm sure they're going to be motivated to win all 19 home games this season. So they're so close. I think uh, it's, it's definitely possible within the site. So there's that extra incentive as well. Yeah, for sure. Right, 5.30 then. Sheffield United against Chelsea. Chelsea have uh, really seen a bit of an upturn in form. Obviously, the West Ham game aside where they lost 3-2. They've won every single other game since the return from the break. Uh, beating Aston Villa, beating Man City, beating Watford and beating Crystal Palace. Uh, it's cemented their place in the top four, five points in at, at the moment as we speak uh, in third place. Yeah, they're, they're priced at 8-15 to 15, uh, for the victory. I'm thinking based on their form, based on the fact that Sheffield United are still in with an outside shout of Europe, have picked up themselves recently. I feel like that's a little bit tight for me. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if Chelsea did win this game. But I think I would probably avoid, based on the fact that the odds are a little bit short, my liking. Yes, I, I exactly uh, 100% agree. Uh, I think that they will get the victory. Um, but yeah, they're too short for me. Uh, Sheffield United, after uh, I called them the worst team apart from... Uh, 
the worst team apart from Norwich since the return, <laughs> um, the return to play. They've had a little bit of an upturn, haven't they? So they're not, you know, they've kind yeah. of wo- awoken from their slumber and they're back to normal. Um, yeah, well, but, I reckon Chris Wilder must have played that. He must have played the podcast in the changing room to all the boys have. pre-match 100%. before they played Spurs. Hundred <laughs> percent. I wonder if Sheffield United will split their win bonuses with us. <laughs> I wonder. But yeah, um, Sheffield United back to their normal ways. And as much as I think Chelsea will win, the price doesn't interest me at all. Um, and I'm not really sure about goal markets or anything like that. I think this is this is a watching brief, um, but I do fancy Chelsea to get the win. Yeah. Okay. Um, finally, then, we've got the 8 o'clock game on Saturday. It's Brighton against Man City. Um, as you'd expect, City, short price favourites to win this one. 3-10 to 10 for the victory. Brighton, the outsiders, 17-2. Uh, I expect that City to thoroughly, I thoroughly expect City to get the result here. Um, I think there'll probably be goals in this one. You know, Brighton aren't the kind of team who will just sit back. I think they're going to try and play the right way, as Graham Potter likes to, which will open doors for City, um, allow them to play their more natural game, rather than having to, you know, camp in Brighton's halls and pick a pass to unlock doors and break down a stubborn defence. Uh, I think I'm looking at, again, the result and total goals market. I'm going to hedge my bets here on there being goals and Man City to win. So Man City to get the result and over 3.5 goals in the match. I'm thinking maybe a 3-1, 4-1, 7-4 is a price. So the odds are pretty good um, if you do think that will come in. Yeah, I could see that happening. Um, I'm not 100% convinced by by Man City. You know, I was, I'm not revealing anything, you know, groundbreaking. I'm sure everyone's seen on social media that now Manchester City have more defeats than Arsenal and Wolves this season. Uh, City fans will point to the fact that they have won 21 of their 33 games and they've only had three draws all season, whereas Arsenal have had 13 draws. But still, the stat stands. Um, I'm just not convinced, Tom. Um, no. I, I know, I know. you know, I could watch this game on Saturday and City could win 5-0 and I'll get absolutely bombarded with tweets from people saying, you know, you know, you doubted City, etc., etc. But I don't know, I'm just, just not convinced right now. It's not exactly a happy camp. Uh, I think City need the Premier League to wrap up, and they they need to go again, don't they? Um, in the summer, and you know, spend another five hundred million. So um, nothing for me, but I get where you're coming from. Okay, All right. Let's roll on to Sunday then. Starting off with Wolves Everton. Anything you like to look off here? Um, I did have a lot of confidence in Wolves, but the Arsenal game where they lost you know, last weekend has dented that somewhat. Yes, poor result. Poor result. And when you consider in their last home game, they beat Bournemouth 1-0. And everyone's seeing how dreadful Bournemouth have been uh, since return to play. Uh, if you want to go before that, uh, I know we're trying not to look into uh, the form too much. Before that victory over Bournemouth, um, they only managed a 0-0 at home to Brighton. They beat Norwich 3-0. Uh, before then, a draw to Leicester a defeat to Liverpool, a draw to Newcastle. 
it's classic Wolves. The the better the sides, and you know, typically away from home, their results are very impressive. But at home, they seem to struggle, and you know, teams below them or or uh, you know at the bottom, they seem to give them a bit of a, a bit of a, uh, a head scratch. And I know Everton are a sizable club, but they are in eleventh, and this is you know this is a, a game where. You know, there is eight points difference between these two clubs. So, you know, Wolves, rightfully so, should be should be the favourites. But I'm just not convinced. No. So we're saying no bet for this I'm game? Say, I'm saying no bet. I honestly have no idea what to even look at in terms of goals or, or anything like that. I just, it's just, nah, I, I'm just not feeling it. No, fair enough. That's absolutely fine. We'll go to Villa Palace then, which is the 2.15 on Sunday. Um, big, big game for Villa this one, isn't it? They've had a really, really tough run of form. They play Man United um, later this week after we've recorded. I don't think they'll beat that. They'll beat Man United considering the form that United are in. So it puts even more emphasis on this game. And then... After this, they play Everton away, Arsenal at home and West Ham away, who could still be needing points for survival themselves. So realistically, looking at their running, this is probably the the easiest, most must-win game of the lot. I'm going to say that considering the circumstances that they need to win, really, Palace are safe. Um, have struggled a bit in recent games. I'm going to say Villa are going to win this one. 23 to 20 is uh, the price for that. But yes, yeah, it's, it's really, really must-win territory for Villa. Must-win territory for Villa, absolutely. I'm, I'm just not sure what you're going to get from Palace one moment to the next. Um, you know, they they go from from um, beating Bournemouth very comfortably. I know they're not Bournemouth are not great, and they push Chelsea all the way, um, you know, eventually losing uh, 3-2. But then you just throw in, like, the Leicester performance was terrible and the Burnley performance was was poor. And I'm just not sure what you're going to get from them. Um, and honestly, Tom, I have no confidence in Villa, personally. Um, I think they are, they are looking doomed for me. Um, I, I'm just... Oh, they're going down. Yeah, yeah I'm just not convinced by anybody here. It scares the living daylights out of me. Uh, one thing I do have, though, for the profit chasers, um, I'm actually going to tip under 2.5 goals. It's four to five. Both teams have struggled to score. Jack Grealish is obviously Villa's shining light. He hasn't registered an assist or a goal in his last, I think it's eight or nine games now. Uh, the games are racking up pretty fast for statistics. Um <laughs> And also um, Palace as well. I, I know they, I just mentioned that they scored two um, against Chelsea, but their Achilles heel for the last how many seasons has been scoring goals. So under 2.5 for me is where I will be going. OK, yeah, I can see that one coming in as well. So that leads us nicely into the big one for Sunday, really. It's Spurs against Arsenal, North London derby. Spurs seven to five, the draw five to two, and Arsenal priced at seven to four. Um, Arsenal have a they've had a real resurgence of late. They've won the last four games in a row as we as we're recording. They're currently beating Leicester as well, so that would make it five games in a row. 
putting them six points off Champions League spots and three points, well, probably within the Europa League spots. Um, I don't know about you. On the nose, I'm not sure which way to go. But I do believe in Harry Kane in North London derbies. Um, scored in 10 of the last 11 North London derbies in the league. He's an anytime scorer price of 13 to 10. And that's where I will be sticking my money this weekend rather than on anything score related. See, I like that. No problem. Um, I thought when you were, um, you know, starting your your little speech there, I thought you were going to go into, you know, I had Harry Kane, so I'm edging towards Tottenham. I thought that's where I was going to go. And <laughs> I was about to shut my laptop, to be honest, because I have no confidence in uh, Spurs here um, at all. I know people will point to the fact that they got the victory over Everton. It was a really poor game. Uh, both sides were were, were struggling. Um, then you have a look at Tottenham's form as well. Lost away Sheffield United. They were really poor. They beat a terrible West Ham side at home. Uh, the draw to United is creditable. They were completely happy to park the bus and, and score on a break. And obviously, we all know De Gea made that mistake. I am not convinced by Tottenham. I am the biggest anti-Mourinho person out there. I think he's absolutely finished and washed up. And for me, Arteta and Arsenal are getting better and better. I'm really excited to see what he's going to be doing in the next couple of years with Arsenal. Um, I, I honestly would like to go for the Gunners, 7-4. to four. Um, I completely see where you're coming from, Tom. Arsenal will probably need two goals. Um, but from what I've seen from Spurs recently, I'm, I'm happy to take it. 7-4, to four, Arsenal for me. Okay. Something else, yeah, completely, completely agree what's really. Um, something else Harry Kane related that uh, might be worth looking into nearer the game time. No price is available for it at the moment, but I know some bookies will have this um, in the run-up to the game. Harry Kane to score a penalty. Mm. Um, he's scored four penalties in the last six games in the league between the two sides. So just something that seems to keep occurring over recent matches potentially could occur again. I imagine the odds will be pretty decent on that as well. So perhaps something to have a small wager on um, and look out for the prices near the time. Yeah, 100%. Especially with uh, some of the uh, Arsenal defenders. <laughs> Not exactly creme de la creme. Uh, clumsy. <laughs> yes, clumsy. So yeah, totally agree with that. Um, yeah, moving on to Bournemouth right. Leicester. Big game for both this. Yeah, it is. Um, I still stand by my statement every single week since we restarted the pod. Leicester aren't getting in the top four. Um, I've got no reason to change that belief. I don't have any confidence in them whatsoever. But Bournemouth are terrible, aren't they? Awful. Absolutely terrible. They're awful, mate. Um, they, they're going to go down for, for me. Uh, I think the bottom three that are in the the bottom three as we record right now, Villa, Bournemouth, Norwich. I think that's pretty much done for me. I'd be amazed if anyone mm -hmm. else goes. Um, and yeah, Bournemouth just, Eddie Howe, young English. And, you know, I, it's, I don't know if, 
I don't know if he's quite up to it. He spent a lot of money. I'm wondering if he's getting the scrutiny that he deserves because he's done a really bad job this season, him and the uh, and the players yes. as well. Um, but yeah, he's he's done a really bad job because Bournemouth looked like a club that could that could go places, but uh, the only place they're going is to the Championship. It looks. Yeah. Um, sometimes clubs just need a change, don't they? He's been there a long time now. Um, been amazing for the club, but. I think sometimes things just just run the natural course, and perhaps now it's the time that Eddie Hearn should leave leave Bournemouth. Um, yeah, he'll get he'll yeah. get a he'll get a job, you know, with like an Everton or or someone like that. So I think everyone wins if he leaves. Um, but yeah, in terms of kind of coming back to this game, um, yeah, I have no confidence in Bournemouth. I think Leicester, as much as I agree with your point, Tom, and you know every podcast I'm. I'm more on side with the fact that Leicester are going to drop out. I think they will get a win here. Um, we've we've seen against the poor sides, they have been turning up. Um, it's just a bit of con- consistency they're lacking. I wish I got a better price in 7-10. to 10. That's my problem. Yeah, yeah, it's a poor price. It's not good. No. Um, you definitely want at least evens, I think. Yeah, I think if it was evens or better... I'd be a little bit more on board and I'd be tipping them outright. But you know, I'm, just, I'm a bit too too wary and the reward is not worth the risk, I don't think, for me no. personally. No, I agree. Right then, let's move on to the final game. Matt, <clears throat> Man United against Southampton. Uh, United 2-7, to seven, very short as you'd expect. Uh, Southampton way out 17-2 for the victory. Could Southampton do the double over the Manchester clubs? in the space of a couple of weeks. Um, I don't think so. I think Manchester United are looking way too good at the moment. I don't think it'll be an easy game. I don't think they'll completely turn Southampton over like they have done some clubs recently. But uh, yeah, I think United will have too much. I hate the price, but I completely understand why it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, 100%, mate, 100%. Um, United have been, have been great to watch, haven't they? Um, yeah, they've they scored... Have. 14 goals, 14 goals, including the FA Cup win over Norwich uh, since the return. Um, And arguably, right now in the league, they have the most exciting front three in Mm. Martial, Rashford, Greenwood. And I'm saying that right now, this moment in time, before Liverpool fans start tweeting us. But um, yeah, they're on fire. Southampton can cause problems, for sure. And they have won uh, three of the last four games. They are specialists. On the road, uh, they've actually won fifty percent of their games uh, away from home. Uh, so they've got eight from sixteen on the road and only five from seventeen at home. They've lost ten of seventeen at St Mary's. So very much an away side. United two to seven, uh, as you said, Tom is the bet that you know should happen. Um, if you do want to try and get some value. Uh, United to win and both teams to score is two to one. This is a side that conceded two um, against Bournemouth in the last mm. game, and we've just spoke about how poor they've been. So two yeah. to one, United to win, both teams to score. If you want to squeeze a bit of uh, value out of that game, yeah, could see that one. Yeah, it's a good price as well, two mm-hmm. to one. Right then, champ. Um, games on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Do you want to get us kicked off? Take your pick from uh, the whole whole lot. 
Yeah, I mean, Friday's tough. Huddersfield, Luton, Fulham, Cardiff. Uh, I'm not exactly interested in either of those games. I don't know if you are at all. Nope. No, I didn't think so. Um, and yeah, overall, it's a tough slate in the championship. Um, in terms of teams that I actually fancy, I'm pretty much out for Friday and Saturday. I'm pretty much out. The only thing that I can honestly see that really tickles my fancy is Leeds. Um, it's on Sunday. They're away at Swansea. They're priced at four to five. I think that's a really good price for Leeds. That's a good price. Yeah. I mean, Swansea are no mugs. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, they, they've managed to climb themselves to eighth. They're one of those teams that are, you know, looking at that final playoff spot. Uh, they're four points off their big rivals, Cardiff, right now. So it's a big game for them. Uh, but when you consider that Brentford are only three points off Leeds uh, right now, Leeds really need to get something on the board. Um, and yeah, four to five for a team that's top of the league um, against the Swansea side that at times struggle to uh, score goals, even though you know I know they've... Knocked a few in recently, but overall, over the course of the season, they've struggled to score goals. I'm happy to take that for uh, Leeds United. Yeah, yeah, good price. Um, I completely agree. I think they'll win. Uh, I'll bring it back to Saturday. Derby against Brentford is a game at 12.30. I think this one will be over 2.5. Uh, historically, well, recent history between the two games kind of lends weight to that. We had a 3 0, 3 3, 3 1, 3 0, and a 4 0 in five of the last six games. So, plenty of goals in recent seasons between the two sides. Um, I imagine they're both Brentford, obviously, we know, highest scoring team in the league. They're going to play the right way. They're going to go They're going to go all out to try and catch the top two, get every point on the board they can. Derby need the points to try and gate crash the playoffs. I think it's going to be a really entertaining game, this one. 10 to 11 is the price for over 2.5. It's really good, actually. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, one other thing that I'm just going to throw out there, and I'm going to say I completely don't think it will happen, but in the last four consecutive games, the home side has scored three goals or wow. more. So if you fancy Derby, to continue that trend and score at least three goals, eight to one is the price for you. Wow! But I don't think I don't think it will happen in a month month of Sundays. <laughs> Interesting to throw out there, though. Um, yeah, that definitely leaps off the page as probably the most entertaining game on Saturday. Um, just a quick word, Tom, on Brentford. Will they finish in the top two? Uh, no. Okay. Thank you. I think. I think um, they're they're going to finish just short. Yeah, I, I imagine. I think Leeds will fairly comfortably finish in the top two. It's, it's West Brom who worry me more, um, but I think the gap's too big at this stage of the season. Uh, yeah. Brentford, West Brom have got a game in hand, which we haven't seen yet. If they win that. Um, you know, the five points clear with four games to go. I don't yeah. think they're going to do it. Yeah, they should have enough. Um, West Brom away at Blackburn this week. Wasn't 100% convinced 
that West Brom would get the win, especially after Blackburn's impressive win um, against... Um, actually, did they lose? No. Uh, Blackburn's yeah. impressive win away at playoff chasing Cardiff. Uh, West Brom are 3-4 to four if you're a bit braver than I am because <laughs> nine times out of ten, West Brom win this game. But it's that, that one time that uh, is scaring me. Blackburn are a little sticky. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know you're not going to like this. Uh, I might give you a price that you like, but I don't think you're going to like what I'm just about to say. I don't think Forrest will lose away at Preston on Saturday. This is the kind of team. I know we've just lost to Fulham and we played pretty poorly, but so did they with Harry Arter. Pretty special goal that settled the tie. Forrest to get the win or the draw is 8-15. to 15. Um, I think we've got enough of, enough about us considering the poor form that Preston are in. Uh, they've not won a game since they came back from the COVID, coronavirus break. I think, yeah, double chance, Forrest or draw, uh, get us another, another point on the board. I think we can do it. These are the kind of sides that we tend to tend to do better against anyway. Um, you know, they're personal. They'll play on the front foot. They'll have more of the ball, which is exactly what Forrest need. I weirdly agree. Weirdly agree. Um, for context, for context, Forrest came back to action. Uh, they drew away at Sheffield Wednesday. Not bad. Beat Huddersfield at home comfortably. Beat Bristol City at home. Only blemishes. That was a moment of brilliance from Thiago Silva to get the win. Uh, didn't manage to open them up much. Um, drew away at Derby. Obviously had ho- absolute boatloads of chances. Conceded 97th minute. And then home to Fulham. They've just lost. Um, watched the game. Should have been nil-nil, to be honest. Uh, not a single clear-cut chance created from either side. A moment of brilliance, just like Thiago Silva mentioned, Forrest this time on the uh, on the receiving end of that. I think Forrest have been really good since they've come back. They're just doing exactly what they need to do, getting a couple of wins and you know getting a couple of draws on the board. It's a massive game for them. Um, you know, if they slip up here, people are going to start doubting them. Um, and that's the last thing you want going into the playoffs. And Preston, Preston never get enough media coverage because they're Preston and they're not exactly, you know, a huge, huge club. Um, they, you know, they've got a lot of history and everything, but in recent years, they haven't done much to warrant much media attention, rightfully or wrongfully. But their their fans are really upset. Um, their board is apparently unhappy. Uh, Alex McNeil, Alex Neil McNeil, I can't remember his name. Alex Neil, um, he he is coming out and questioning a couple of the players, and you know, kind of hinting they may not have futures at the club. But Preston is a real kind of place in turmoil. Remember, they were early on; they were threatening the top two potentially. They were threatening the top two, and they've slipped down to eleventh. It's looking like they're going to miss out on the playoffs. Um, although they are only six points off. This is a massive game for Forrest. Nine to five for Forrest to get the win. Uh, eight to 15, Tom, for your double chance. Uh, one thing yeah. I would like to throw out there, um, under 2.5 goals. I think this is an absolute banker. Eight to 11. Uh, two sides that struggle going forward. Uh, despite Forrest's lofty league position, 
Uh, they've only scored 54 goals. Uh, and when you have a look at that, Hull City, who are down in 21st, have scored 56. So Forest real struggle, really struggle, sorry, to put the ball on the back of the net on a consistent basis. So I'd just like to add that into your tip. Yep. Okay. Uh, I could definitely see that one coming in. Good tip. No more champ for me. Um, don't know about you. No, tough slate. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty tough weekend. I think we've kind of rinsed all we can from that and there's no point just chucking out tips just for the sake of it. That's not what, what we're about. Uh, let's move on to the League One playoff final then. Massive, massive game. Huge for both these clubs, Oxford and Wickham. Uh, great achievement, whichever of these clubs makes it to the championship. Two, two very exciting semi-finals, um, especially Wickham Fleetwood. We did not expect that, did we? Especially the first leg. No, not at all. Um, Wickham were, I think, were they five to one to get promoted? Yeah, I think four, four to one or five to one. Yeah, something four like or fives to get promoted. Uh, Gareth Ainsworth probably just stuck that on the. Uh, on the wall and said, boys, no one fancies us to do anything. Let's prove them wrong and overcame a good Fleetwood side. And they've got to be respected uh, coming into this final. Absolutely. Um, I don't know how you feel though, Tom, about the the game overall. We said on the last podcast that the winner of the playoff final will come from the Oxford Portsmouth semi-final. Hmm. Do you still carry that on and do you think that Oxford will get the win in regular time for them to win their price to evens? So wondering what you uh, what you think to that. Yep, no change in opinion there. I still think Oxford are going to win this game. Evens, uh, that's the one I'd be going for for sure. Three to one for Wickham on the nose pretty much. Um, it's a high price. It is. But I think, I think Oxford will take a lot of confidence from the fact that um, they beat Portsmouth over two legs, who were the favourites from the whole playoffs in the eyes of many. Um, Wickham got well outplayed by Fleetwood in their second leg. I think Oxford will also take heart from the fact that they beat beaten Wickham uh, earlier on in the season, 1-0. Um, they've not lost to Wickham since 2015. That was six games ago. Um, I just think Oxford are a better squad. I think they, they've got more firepower. All all roads point to an Oxford victory for me. Yeah. Yes, I also agree. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, 8 to 15, they are to lift the trophy. So if you get a little bit of cold feet um, about Oxford winning in 90 minutes and, you know, Wickham. Wickham have nothing to lose, pretty much, other than financial loss. Um, you know, they are going to go there and I think they'll be bang up for it. I think they will try and make it difficult. Um, obviously, Joe Jacobson, for example, is always a set-piece threat. Um, I don't think Oxford will have it all their own way. They did beat them in uh, both uh, meetings in League One this season. Oxford 2-1 and then a 1-0 as well. Um, so, you know, Oxford, rightfully so, the favourites. But just wanted to throw that out there. Um, evens, if you think they're going to get it done in 90 minutes, or if you want to, you know, have a little safety blanket, 
8 to 15 for them to lift the trophy in any method. Yeah. Yeah, that is a bit more of a safety blanket, but I'm, I'm confident enough to go on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I actually think this is going to be a really entertaining game. It'll be I great. don't think this is yeah. this is going to be a really cagey playoff final. I don't, I don't think it will. I think this is going to be a real real show. Yeah. I I agree, mate. I agree. I don't think I don't think Oxford's I don't think Robinson or Ainsworth set the sides up to, you know, park the bus. Uh, when I said that Wickham will make it difficult, I just think that they'll be the heels will be in and they'll be fighting for their lives, basically. Yeah. Um, okay. That's pretty much everything then. Shall we uh recap last last week's absolutely woeful bomber treble? Yeah, we'll make this quick. Um, apologies for last week's Bonfruit treble. Possibly one of the worst um, that we've done in history. And that was coming off a win. That was coming off it a was. lovely win. I was very yeah. confident, but didn't go the way that we wanted to. So we'll quickly review that. So, yeah, we'll okay. just recap that really quickly. Uh, so we had Burnley to beat Sheffield United at home. Unfortunately, it finished in a one all draw. Um, we also had Liverpool to be beating Aston Villa at half-time, and it was nil-nil. And we put all of our faith in Neil Warnock, and they lost 1-0 at home. So, <laughs> a, a pretty poor um, bomb-proof treble, I have to say. That Apolo- was terrible. Apologies to anyone that got on there. Hopefully, you got some winners from our other tips uh, throughout the um, throughout the show. But yeah, we're going to give you a new one this week. If you are new to the show and you're wondering what on earth is going on, uh, this is the part of the show that we put together all of our tips and knowledge, uh, research into a treble that we recommend that you back. Uh, We back all of our own bets with £10 stakes, um, but we only want you to bet what you can afford to lose. The idea is that we all get on the same treble and then we all enjoy the profit at the end of the weekend. So, uh, without further ado, Tom, shall we piece together a treble for the weekend? Okay, so uh, this week's bombproof treble that we've designed together because of the lack of fixtures uh, is as follows. Uh, we are going to have uh, Leeds United. They are away at Swansea and they're priced at four to five. We're also going to go with Derby against Brentford to be over 2.5 goals. That's 10 to 11. Um, and then also Harry Kane to score at any time in the Tottenham-Arsenal match. That's 13 to 10. Whew. And £10 on will return you 79 and 3 pence. Yeah. This is a very mixed accumulator, isn't it? Yeah, this is... Mixed BPT. Yeah, this is... Uh... Joe when, Joe, when you're trying to find stuff for dinner, right, and you just you get three random ingredients from the from the fridge, and you just lob it all, <laughs> lob it all in a pan, and then it's the best yeah. the best thing you've ever tasted. That's that's what this is. <laughs> yeah, this great analogy. Yeah, this great is literally analogy. what it, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, this is good. Okay, uh, worth saying as well, guys. Uh, depending on which book you bet with. But um, with most, if Harry Kane doesn't start for whatever reason, that leg will be buried out of the treble. Yeah, yeah. Good good to know. Good to know. Forgot to uh, forgot to mention that. Uh, the double would would still pay a decent amount. 
Yeah, double off ten of probably pay you know, thirty six, thirty seven, yeah. probably something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But uh, hopefully, you know, unless unless there's a lasagna gate at Tottenham, uh, <laughs> Kane Kane should be starting. Kane should be starting. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm sure yeah. he will. Okay, um, that sounds good to me. Yep. Uh, Hit him with some social media. Yes, we are trying to claw our way to a thousand followers on Twitter. Uh, we're on 986. It's absolutely agonizing. And we're going to do a giveaway when we get to a thousand. Um, so if you could follow us, T underscore FB podcast, uh, join in the debates and all the football news on there. That would be great. Um, if you are a Facebook person, uh, facebook.com slash football betting podcast to find our page. And as we uh, received in week, we got a lovely email uh, from someone in Norway saying that they're really enjoying the show. So that's absolutely yeah. lovely. Um, so, yeah, if you want to send us an email from wherever you are in the world, unless it's like, you know, Leicester or Northampton, then, you know, you don't really have to bother it with all due respect. Um, <laughs> Footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you have enjoyed the show, guys, and uh, perhaps want some money from our tips, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much, guys. Good luck for the weekend and take care. Yeah, see you guys. See you next week.